Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. I'm joined here with Logan, and we just wrapped up watching the 2023 NFL regular season opener, which was held in Arrowhead. Very, very explosive uh, crowd, lots of noise. It was the Detroit Lions versus the Kansas City Chiefs. The Detroit Lions came in and won 21-20. If you listen to my preview of this game, I I did make some correct calls. The scoreline was a little off, but I did kind of say, you know, Jared Goff would have a clean game, you know. I think Amon. I've talked a lot about Amon Ron Brian Branch for sure, but my receipts are there, so I just wanted to point that out to everyone. But Logan, I know you were watching while at work, so I, I don't know if you got the full experience. No, not really, but you know, I, I knew what was going on. I was listening to it and watching. What are your initial reactions of this opener um, for the 2023 regular season? The Lions are on their way to becoming a complete team. If they aren't already, that's one big opener and one big thing about them. And for the Chiefs, uh, Mahomes needs some help. Like, that receiving core is might be one of the worst in the NFL. Whoa. Uh, honestly. Whoa. Like, I know Kelsey was missing, and like you, but you saw it. Like, you no, saw I, I, it. I agree like, with that <laughs> statement, honestly, at this juncture. Um, and, and you pointed out perfectly that Mahomes carried them to 20 oh, points. Oh, yeah. Like, it was um, just, it was him and only him. And Isaiah Pacheco had yeah, a good moment game. Yeah. Um, but like you said, the receiving core was lackluster. Valdez Scanlon uh, had a nice catch at the end of the first half, really nice. But it was a more beautiful ball by Mahomes. But his receivers destroyed the game for the Kansas City Chiefs. K- Kadarius Tony with like three drops in the game. <laughs> Sky Moore had two drops in the second half. Things just weren't clicking for them chemistry-wise with some of these depth guys and, and these younger guys. So I'm a little concerned for the Kansas City offense it's going forward. Definitely concerning. And the running core, it's decent. But it didn't look it, it didn't, what it needed to be. It didn't help Mahomes. Mahomes was the leading rusher. Like. Yeah. So, I mean, that just goes to show you that their offense looked a little one-dimensional mm-hmm. out there. And it was just kind of the one-dimensional of, oh, it's just Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the more and more you get into this league, and the longer and longer you're in the league, the more tape you put out there. I'm not saying Mahomes is going to slow down. But I'm going to say defenses are going to figure out ways to make the game slow down for you. Make it more difficult. And for that's them, what the know? Detroit Lions defense did tonight. They slowed the game down they against did. Kansas City and made them play at their speed. And that's exactly what the Lions were doing last year in their 10-game stretch mm-hmm. of going 8-2. and two. And it was incredibly characteristic yeah. for them. It looked full sound. Our rush attack looked really good. David Montgomery looked above average. You know, doing that three to five yards, and he had burst carries. But the the main topic of discussion is honestly in the running t- attack is Jameer, Jameer Gibbs. Gibbs. Yeah, he's a dagger. He looks phenomenal. Like he's electric. He, the speed is yeah. what caught caught me out. I like that they have Montgomery because it's it, Jameer's. He has a smaller frame, so like he he's not gonna be able to handle you know a twenty five carry workload like someone like Saquon or Josh Jacobs. But if you give him you know twelve. 15 touches a game, like, he's gonna, those, those 12, 15 touches are gonna be, like, electric, and we saw that tonight, like, he was, he looked fast, looked agile, he wasn't going down, like, he, he's, he, that kid's gonna be something special, behind that offensive line, especially, like, the old line, oh my goodness. We did have struggle moments in pass protect in the first half, a little bit in the third quarter as well, with that our last line. touchdown drive, though, where Montgomery ran it, like, the offensive line was just, yeah. they literally just put, going behind them and having them just push forward, that was it, like, that was the whole drive. And I think that was the 
you, you pointed out perfectly, the O-line is a very, it's a huge O-line. Oh, yeah. You look at the O-line, it's huge. It's one of the, it's probably the top five O-line in the league. For sure, no question. And that defense was getting worn down. Chris Jones was missed today, for sure, as well. Chris Jones was missed, and it was, honestly, the dominoes fell in the Lions' cards. It did. And I, I think that genuinely, when you kind of lay it down the way it was kind of played, one of the big outlying factors for me, obviously, besides Kelsey missing, was obviously the receiving core being lackluster, but we did kind of create pressure. Yeah, oh, for Our sure. Our D-line was creating pressure on Mahomes, getting him off the spot, and then he was overthrowing and underthrowing on deep balls. That was very uncharacteristic. There was a point in the second half where he was 6-14 of with a pick six. Shout out to Brian Branch. Let's get into him real quick. Yeah. First game, his debut, picks off one of the best quarterbacks of all time for a pick six at their home stadium. <laughs> That's that's a story. That's a headline. Yeah. That's a headline, and I think that we need to talk about just overall his intensity because he was making tackles left and right. He was always around the ball today. Well, tonight and that's what me. that's what he is like. Even in, in at Alabama, and even in, in, Chris Collinsworth talk, called a perfect game in my opinion. But he talked about Brian Branch, and he was saying that like in, in camp, like that's what he was doing. He was just always making plays around the ball, and that we saw that we saw that today. Like he, he's. That kid's something. He, I know we got hurt. It was just cramps and stuff. A little scared there. Said it was non-contact, but he came back in. Fortunately, it was cramps. He came back in, but he, that kid's. I mean, and then let's also talk about another defensive addition, Jack Campbell. His yeah. first play in the game, he prevented an, a beautiful ball right to Kadarius Tony over the middle. He jumped back yeah. and used his entire length to create that pass block. That's the intensity I want to see out of our linebackers. Honestly, I'm going to say one thing that I didn't never. I, I never wanted to say. Malcolm Rodriguez was making a little bit of a kind of missed assignments there, uh, especially against Jarek McKinnon that that big ten that the ten yard conversion. Oh, that that was such a good throw. It was I a, watched that one on my phone. I was like, damn, like it, it was so like subtle. Like it was a huge player. Great, it was like what a throw. I was like, holy shit, like what a throw that was. Great throw, one thousand percent. But Jarek McKinnon did beat him on that play. Yeah. Um. So that's something I did notice. But I did like how they were utilizing the rookies in packages. Jack Campbell was coming in and out of the game. Jameer Gibbs was coming in and out of the game. Brian Branch was coming in and out of the game. But he actually did have to step up because Emmanuel Mosley was out with a knee injury. So Cam Sutton, I want to talk about him. He sold in every big moment today. And I'm I'm shocked. I shouldn't say I'm shocked, but I expected a little bit more. I'm very disappointed because I expected more out of him. And honestly, the better of the two additions is out with injury. Emmanuel Mosley from the 49ers coming from a better defense last year. But in my personal opinion, I was a little surprised to see Cam Sutton get burned by some of these wide receiver fours, in all honesty. You got that pass interference, right? Mass like 41, 40 yard, yards, yeah. 41 <laughs> yard pass interference call. But it was a little bit of a little, you know, yeah. a little bit of a bullshit kind of. I know he, he had mistimed contact, it. He just mistimed it. But I, I just don't want to see that against the Chiefs. No. He literally could have cost us the game there. Yeah. Um, but I, I just I, I did want to ask you what your thoughts were, because I know the Giants played the Lions, and the Lions did win against the Giants last year. Their ass. <laughs> yes, but what is the difference between that team last year and this team against the Chiefs this year to you? You know, I see they're, they're, they're letting their young guys loose, and like they, they look faster, 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 faster. Like, younger, literally just younger and faster. Like, like you're talking about, you know, Malcolm Rodriguez. I know he didn't have a great game, but... Jack Campbell, Brian Branch, Jameer Gibbs. These are all the guys that are making... Like, Aiden Hutchinson had a phenomenal game. He did. The motor James Houston on him. was making Im- impacts. Like, Ali McNeil. Ali McNeil. Like, it's all these young guys that are like... Obviously, they're not the foundation. Like, Goff's the foundation and the offensive line. and you know. But 
you know, they're making their impact. And these guys that they that are they're picking high. I mean, they, they were scrutinized for picking Jameer Gibbs and Jack Campbell so as high as they did. But like, it's, it's I don't know. Like they they look pretty pretty sound. Like pretty well coached against like, the former cha- the, against the Chiefs. Yeah, the, of all the teams. teams. They were the champs. But they they definitely just obviously Dan Dan Campbell's the man. Like like he's, he's the star of the team. Yeah, like he, that team fights. Like they 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 they'll take ten punches and stand back up and give you eleven punches. Like, yeah. Yeah, like they they're they're so like ferocious, fierce. They, like they, like you said, like they, they bite kneecaps. Like they literally see you see it in the team. They, that's how they play. Like they they bite kneecaps. That's the culture that he mm-hmm. instilled in this in this roster in this in this building, um, and, and you see it play out. And, and a guy, I just want to just quickly talk about. This was the first drive by the Chiefs. It was third and five. A, a guy that you know. I was looking for Aiden Hutchinson to get the first you know sack TFL this season for the Lions. Or maybe even James Houston, maybe even Aline McNeil, but a guy that I've been talking about, and I have been, a guy named John Kaminsky. Yeah, and I did see that. Yeah, he had a hell of a play grabbing the ankle of Mahomes to prevent the yeah, first down yeah, conversion. Yeah, yeah. That's what I love about. The, he took a pay cut. He took a pay cut to stay on the team. So did Vitai. I mean, he just fits the mold. He like, does. <laughs> it's John Kaminsky. Yeah, he just fits the mold. Just a uh, big white guy that does, does, does fights. Doesn't he, give a fuck. He, he's just. A, he's a hard worker. Yeah. The motor's there. Blue collar. It's a blue collar city. Like it's it's a blue collar team. It really is. Like it, you it, see it. And they just won yeah. against the Chiefs. They just won. This happened thirty minutes ago. And y'all. like it wasn't pretty. Like it wasn't pretty. The offense was a little sluggish at times, but like it, they got the job done. It yeah. is the Chiefs, though. Mm-hmm. I, every aspect of us doing incorrect things, I know that they're going to correct them because of this exactly. new organization yep, exactly. and this new people at helm, the, the coaching staff we have. But this was the Chiefs at every level that we did, you know, kind of suffer and look a little rough. They answered back in another way. They answered back, but this is the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Like this, they've been to three Super Bowls in four, four years. years. Yeah. This is a, a this That's is a crazy. team that we did not expect to win in Week One against the Chiefs. No, here. no one, no one did. No, uh, except I, Tony Dungy. When he said that before the game, me and Caden looked at each other and were like, "God damn it!" He he's knows. Right. He, he knows. It's Tony, Tony Dungy. Yeah. It's Tony fucking Dungy, and, bro. In our fantasy group chat, Travis, he he said Chiefs by twenty, lock it in. And I, I said to him, I was like, I don't know, like the Lions are no slouch. And he was like, Yes, yes, they are. Like, nah. <laughs> well. I, he looked at that I mean, scoreboard yeah. now, and he's thinking twice. Yeah, I mean... But I, I do have some notes here. I just yeah. want to kind of go over. I'll, I'll briefly go over them here. But Brian Branch stood out to me exponentially. Mm-hmm. Emerged. Tackle machine. Good Chess tackle piece. form. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's a weapon on that defense. Um, CJ Gardner-Johnson had a really Another good chest game. piece. Like, yeah. literally, you can put him anywhere. He he had some really good tackles. He had some good plays in big moments. It's the mold as well. Like, perfect fit. He was talking heavy shit mm-hmm. to Isaiah Pacheco. Of course, he always all does. Game. He always does, yeah. Um, Cam Sutton, I, I talked about it, sold in massive moments. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown will be a top five wide receiver yeah. by the end of the season. Um, no surprise. Sam no surprise. Laporta, his contribution was just like, What? I didn't ex- like that's the guy out of all of our rookies. I did not expect him to make as big of an impact as he did, and he yeah. made the biggest impact out of all of our rookies in this game, in my personal opinion. He was making catches left and right, yeah. hurdles for the first down. He is a possession tight end, and I love that I mean, about him. What are your the, thoughts on you look him? Look at the stat sheet; it was like five catches, thirty-nine yards, which you know, something to run home. This first game, but if you're wa- if you're watching, it was like, hey, this this guy's you know he's holding on to the ball, he's not dropping it, he's doing what he can, like he's he's secure, he's safe, like. 
See what they're asking him to do. And he already looks like a game day ready yeah. tight end. And, and I think as the season goes on, they'll use him more and more, giving you know trusting him more and more because they were using a lot of the other guys as Brock well. Wright, Brock yeah. Wright, yeah, like they were using a lot of those guys as well. But you know, it was his first game. Yeah. So I think as the season goes on, you know, I think he's gonna look pretty good. I agree. Another mismatch that. there. Yeah, and that's just another safety valve for Goff, yeah. and he needs more of those. And um, Jack Campbell, I, I, did, I know we talked about him. He, he stood out to me as well, obviously. His first play was that massive pass breakup. Um, David Montgomery, we talked about him a little bit, being a little bit, uh, you know, kind of that, you know, he's going to be the bruiser. bruiser he's yeah. going to be that bruiser of the offense. First downs, the line. And we already talked, we touched up on Jameer Gibbs being an absolute X factor, potentially. He is going to be a game changer for this offense, especially with Jamison Williams one out. Thing, one thing you said about him is he looks like Todd Gurley. Yes. Like, he looks like a slimmer, faster, yes. a little bit more agile Todd Gurley. He really yeah. does. Check the receipts. I've said that on the pod many times, guys. That's why I, I talked about this video when Brad Holmes got so excited. Everyone's like, why is he getting so excited in the draft room over Jameer Gibbs? Bajan was there. He could have taken Bajan. I know why. Because he saw, he, he sees Todd. Back, could take him. He took him six. He, yeah. yeah, he took Todd. And, and he sees he sees that. He see, I swear to God, bro. Like I, like I was watching those teams back in the day. Those LA, the, the St. Louis Rams and the LA Rams. Dude, he, he literally fits that Todd Gurley mold, bro, and they're going to use him like him. But hopefully, Brad Holmes is telling Dan, like, yo, let's use him in safety packages. Let's keep him fresh because we don't want to... We saw what happened with Gurley. We saw yeah. what happened with Gurley, bro. He was a monster. Yeah. One of the most, I, like, in my opinion, one of the like most like electric dominant, players dominant, I've ever yeah, watched. Dominant backs we've seen in a long time. And it, it ran him into the ground. Yeah. So we don't want that out of Jameer Gibbs and knocking on wood, obviously. But I, he looked really good and fresh and a really, you know, kind of... It, Exciting prospect yeah, to me. For sure. Um, overall, our front seven looked really good, good on defense. Yeah. I'm a little suspect. Again, we had the 28th ranked pass coverage defense last year. I'm a little worried about it still. It does look improved, though. Like it, I know it's against the Chiefs receivers, and I'm sure we'll get into that later about how bad they, they yeah. are. But, but, I mean, they... they I was talking about Chris Colmer before, and I was, like I, said, I, was, I was doing a lot of listening because I was at work, and... One thing he said is that they dropped back into like twenty something different coverages, different zone coverages, and like the fact that they're able to do that and not make any mistakes because like mm. that's a lot of coverages to you know remember, to learn. yeah, and learn and you know and they they were sound like they were really sound and for for a defense that was as bad as it was the last I mean, five years really yeah um it, it's it's looking improved and I think the I think we'll definitely see an improvement from twenty eighth last year and maybe like to. You know, mid tier, maybe even above, like above to like 12, 13. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. No, I mean, I, it does have upside. You're right. Yeah. It did look full sound, but we were, you know, there were some scares. Yeah. You know, there were drops by the Chiefs receivers. The Chiefs receivers are the reason why they lost this game. Yeah. For sure. Um, and, and honestly, shout out to Rasheed Rice for his first touchdown. I did draft him in fantasy. Didn't start him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, probably, yeah. probably why for the you? best. Yeah. Um, I did have Amon Ryan, but like either way, I, I, you're right. You're you're right. I yeah. agree that we did. You know, look full sound, but they're like those open, like wide open catches from Noah Gray that he dropped from Kadarius Coney, uh, Tony. Too many. Too many there was too many. Like, the, like Sky Moore. Too, too we, many. Too like many. this win, honestly, it was well earned by the Lions, but it was honestly a little gift wrapped. Yeah. Because like, there was the, the the Chiefs lost the game. Like they 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 really like lost the game. Facts. <laughs> but another guy I know I shouted out was John Kaminsky. Shout out to John Kaminsky. Um, and Josh Pascal, really, really underrated player. Um, he he was a second round draft pick, and he was injured halfway through his rookie year. 
Um, and he was drafted behind Aiden Hutchinson. So he was another guy that they did pro- like project to be a good edge rusher. And he did have a massive tackle for loss with this game. And it looked really solid. And I- I'm really excited for him because he's going to be a good player. He's going to be a good player for this team. And he may not be in like all the time because they're going to package him he's and James player. Houston yeah, he's now. Yeah. But he's, he's a good one. He can come in and play his role and make plays. That's all you can ask him. 100%. And I, I just wanted to shout him out because he had a really solid play. Uh, in this game, obviously, any play against the Chiefs that you can make is a good one because these guys are fucking they're champs. Yeah. This might be like the new dynasty in the league, yo. Like th- this is huge. This is the biggest game the Lions have played in three years. years. Yeah, and, like since Dan Campbell's been there, this is the biggest game they played. Fuck Lambo last year. Fuck Aaron Rodgers last game as a Packers. Fuck that game. This was the biggest game that they've played in three years. This, this, this sets the tone for the rest of the year. Oh my god, the momentum, it does. The momentum is like sky high right now. They Dan, beat the champs. Dan Campbell champs. has not won a season opener yet. This no, is his hasn't. first one. Yeah, that's right. They have, he hasn't. This wow. is his first one. And Jared Goff is undefeated against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but not much. I was a little worried. Like We did get their... Um, with our front seven, we did get there regarding some of the, like the straight dropbacks pressure-wise. But when it came to some of the play actions, well, and, a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, he, I was, a, time. I was a little concerned because Jawan Taylor. It took fifty eight minutes for them to call that fucking bullshit that he was doing, starting all the way back behind the the center's waistline. He was literally cheating the entire first half of the game, guys. Just go back and watch the tape. Bullshit, creating a massive disadvantage for Aiden Hutchinson. But either way, they still Aiden Hutchinson had a great game. High motor, really okay. intense player, um, and just I'm excited. For, for what he's going to bring to this defense. But um, last note was Kirby Joseph. Really solid performance. He did get the start at strong safety, which was shocking to me. It was shocking. It is shocking. That, that, that he, he was a six-round draft pick, guys. So was Brian Branch the slot corner? Yeah, because okay. Emmanuel Mosley's yeah. out with the knee injury. And, so he took over for him. And, I, and so C.J. Garner-Johnson was the free safety? I, I think they put him in all maybe, over, maybe bro. he was strong. Kirby was free. Because Jerry, like that. Yeah. we had Jerry Jacobs in. I think he was on slot. And I think Brian Branch was on wide receiver two. And then he would switch in the nickel. Mm, okay. And then Gardner Johnson was free safety. And then I think we had Cam Sutton on wide receiver one. Because yeah. he was covering Valdez Scanlon. And I'm not going to lie to you. He was invisible. And when a corner is invisible, that's good. Yeah. But the big plays, he sold. Yeah. And that's and not... he's kind of known for that, low-key. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's unfortunate that we we brought another one of those guys in because we've had that for so long. But it's, it's better he has, than we had last year. He has a level up over... Jeff Okuda. Jeff Okuda <laughs> and Amani Amanuare yeah. and, and some and of those guys. Like, he's so bad. Yeah, very both bad. Them, both of them are so bad. Just that terrible. That was your starting corners last year. And one of the... One of your, yeah, past defense is so bad, terrible. But I, I did want to kind of get your opinion on overall what the Chiefs lacked. What I I, I was telling Caden this because I you know we were watching that me and Caden were watching the game. He's going to be pissed that I'm doing this episode without him, but we'll talk about th- this episode this this game again because we're actually going to be doing an NFL Week One recap yeah. coming out every uh, probably Wednesday morning now, guys. So just letting everyone know that out there. So make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms at T-Time Reports, Instagram, Twitter, Threads, TikTok, as well as YouTube. We have our first YouTube video out there. It's doing pretty well. But Logan, just getting back to the question here, what were your thoughts? Because I, I was telling Caden, yo, there's something in the air at Arrowhead. The fans aren't, like, pregame. Like, it just wasn't, like, it just didn't, like, I, I was watching the whole 40-minute buildup to this game. The hangar, the, the performance by the Boys yeah. and Girls Club. I was watching it all. And it just the didn't. The energy wasn't there. No, it just the energy, the vibe, the, the team it pregame. Off. It was there was something off to me. And I've been watching football for a long time, and I just 
it just didn't seem like the Chiefs. Are we in for a different Chiefs season this year? Was this a, a wake-up for the Chiefs? Is it too soon? It's no, obviously too soon. No, I don't think it's too soon. Because, But I think the reason why it was kind of that vibe was because Kelsey was out, because Chris Jones was holding out. I, I agree with the circumstantial situations there. But the team's already not trending. Like, they're not trending up. I'm not going to say they're trending down, but they're not trending up at all. Like, Stagnancy. Yeah, like, uh, so Kelsey has had a hyper-extended knee. Like, that's that's... They're saying he's going to play next week, but it's going to be painful. Can I say one thing? They yeah. were talking about it, and they said earlier today before the game, they were testing him in the pool, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they said he had no power or strength. So that's a little concerning. It's he definitely may, concerning. He may not even play week two, guys. Maybe. So maybe it'll be three or four. Guys, if he's, and gals, an if he's in your fantasy team. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm, looking maybe, I'm, I'm sorry. looking maybe to try and trade that. or you know, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if you're going to be able to be patient enough to wait for him. Um, but that's the situation. But get get into that. Yeah. So yeah, Kelsey, like I said, hyper hyper extended knee. That's that's a pretty painful injury. Um, we'll see how long that keeps that keeps him out for. Chris Jones, there's no timetable on him. Like he's not even he's at the game, but like in the stands, he's not with the team. He's, he's but he's not injured. He's just holding out, and which I get. Like he he's, he wants he wants his money, and he's earned that money. Um, he's one of the best defensive players yeah, of our generation. Yeah. He, I mean, come on. Yeah. Phenomenal. Um, give the man his bag. And then. Uh, the tackles, okay, there's one moment that I thought was just hilarious, and it was on that last drive after Montgomery scored. Chiefs are, Chiefs are trying to get down the field, you know, kick the field goal to win the game, whatever. Um, so Donovan Smith, uh, you know, former Buck, was there for like 10 years, however long he was there for, but among Bucks fans, and I'm not a Bucks fan, but we live in the Tampa area, we know a lot of Bucks fans, you know, Austin, my, my brother, is a huge Bucks fan. And one of the running jokes about Donovan Smith is that this guy would just always get a holding call when it mattered most and what did he do got a holding call on second and tw- on second and 10 it was second and 20 then in, it was third and 20 and then fourth and 20 like he set that up like it, it, donovan smith getting a holding call what like so i, t- I texted all my friends and, like all the little bucks fans i'm like yo like look at that like what else is new donovan smith doing it again shout out to the fact that the bucks <laughs> actually got rid of him finally like, like i know they had nobody to replace him but like fine but like they needed to get him out of the building we'll years. talk we'll talk about the bucks for <laughs> sure uh once they play obviously but a, a big thing that I wanted to kind of discuss here, it's kind of an outlying question after this performance that we saw from the Chiefs offense to, to you, Logan, because you've been, you're a football guy. You've been watching football for a long fucking time, especially in-depth yeah. for a long time. Can Patrick Mahomes carry this offense through the season with minimal weapons to actually be able to support him? With a minimal rush attack. They don't have a bruiser. They don't have a bruising oh, running back. A bruiser. Is like- he? He's not really a bruiser. He runs no. violent. Yeah. Don't get he's me wrong. Not, he's not a big, like big back though. He's Bro, big. Don't get me wrong. And, but like, and he was cramping up earlier in the yeah. second half. He had to limp off for a second yeah. too. So I, I'm a little concerned. But what are your thoughts? I do think Mahomes can carry this team just because it's Patrick Mahomes. Like it, it's it's if anyone can carry their team, it, it is him. Um, but I also do think that the receivers will tighten up more throughout the year. But I still think this might be one of the worst receiving cores in the league. Mm. We saw like because you know Kadarius was hurt. Early on in the offseason, so he probably hasn't had that many reps in training camp on the field. So it'll probably take time for him to get acclimated. Sky Moore had zero catches. Um, I want to believe in him. He's a second round pick. I liked him before the draft, but he's making it hard. Like he had a couple drops. Like he's making two it hard big drops. Yeah, he's making it hard to believe in him. I do think he can be good. Um, but but he's not. But like, he's not number one. And like they have, like that's the number one. Like he's not good areas. He can't catch. You know he's. He had an awful game. He was, he, he was terrible I, tonight. As a Giants fan, I, I, I love to see it because this guy was talking shit to all our fans on Twitter and, on, and Instagram throughout the whole offseason. 
and it, it's just funny. Like obviously, I don't I don't want to see anyone fail. Like, I, I do want Tony to be successful because like, he was on our team. I haven't won my fantasy leagues, but you know, seeing him struggle like that, it it, it does like make me laugh because like this guy was such was on such a high horse on on social media after the season. And the sad thing is, these were blatant wide open drops. Yeah, um, yeah. Like it's not like they were like contested. Like these, so, were, these were wide open. He, he he. It was his fault that pick six happened. Tony. Yeah. Like. It was a dime by Mahomes, but he just it went right through his hands. Yep, right in the Brian Branch's hands. There was a wide open crossing route that he it was yep. a little behind him, but it just went right through his right fucking through his arms. Hands. It was like on like third down too, yeah, or something like massive that. Massive play for them, and it just it. I worry about the fact that if Kelsey is not a hundred percent this year, which he's not, no. it's proven he's not starting. There, we're hearing more reports about this injury. I, I'm not for sure that he's going to be that guy like he was last year. This year, obviously, he's missing games. I'm not taking anything away from his credibility or what he's done as a player. I'm just saying at this point in time, that is a suspect question yeah, mark on this no, offense. It is, for sure. But so is everything else. I, I Besides Mahomes. And, and not Pacheco. He's I like Pacheco. I and, like, and the interior offensive line. The interior offensive line is fucking phenomenal. They're, they're, Tooney's <laughs> so good. good. And they have good guards. But Creed Humphreys. It's so good. Obviously, Donovan yeah. Smith is a question mark and a liability. Jawan Taylor is on and off. I don't know what he is, but he had a decent he game. But he was good today. Yeah. But he was literally playing off the line every fucking <laughs> like literally for fifty eight minutes, just blatantly fucking cheating. Yeah. Like, let's let's just straight up say it because like bro, the officiating in this game was really bad. It was really bad. The NFL needs to tighten up, and their live calls need to be fucking better, man. Yeah. They, they, it's getting ridiculous with some of this shit, bro. This was opener. Like you gotta have like a legitimate like high quality of standard refereeing, but. Another question I did want to talk to you about is their defense did play well. The Kansas yeah, City Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. They that played, was one of my initial thoughts. They, they, they did play well. Their yeah. D-line played really well. The, the Greek kid, 55, I can't say. is like Karloff, Kar- Karloff, or Karloftis? Karloftis, I think. Karloftis, yeah. yeah. So, something like that, bro. He played really well tonight. For a couple sure. a couple yeah. pass blocks. But I will say this. Trent McDuffie had really good plays, and then he also had really bad plays getting burned by Amon Ra, oh, which everyone in this league is going to be getting burned by Amon Ra. I'm just saying that right now. Yeah, in the slot, uh, yeah. Yeah, There's, he's, a, he's a technician. Too quick, too, too and agile, too shifty. Shout out to Amon Ra for getting the first touchdown of the, of the season. Of the season. Yeah. And it went to the Lions, which was awesome. It really was. And it was just it was a gritty game, and it was the Lions game. It was, game, it you was know? That's, yeah. And I, that's what I was excited about. I was like, you know, if it comes down to this, the Lions will win this. They They will. Um, another guy on uh, the Chiefs defense that I think you and I will talk about real quick is Nick Bolton. That he, guy is that guy is something. He is he is going to be a premier linebacker going something. into it's this not already. Season. Yeah, like that guy is something. He had a great year last year. He had like 138 tackles. He had that that fumble six in the Super Bowl. I mean, he's one of those guys you're going to be looking at this year to to elevate this defense because I think the defense might be the bright spot as far as the whole unit on this team. Up. Yeah, yeah, they might need to step because. Guys, let's get honest. They have to play the Chargers. I mean, if their offense is going to struggle, that's that's one I, thing. I mean, um, they they got to outscore some really powerful teams with a lot of weapons. I, that I wanted to go are they going to match the, them? I want to go through their schedule real quick. Like not all the games, but you know, some things I want to point out. Next week's the Jags at home. Like the Jags are at home. Like that's a trap game to me, low key. Like, they could start out zero and two. Two, yeah. Like that's that's a trap game. Like the Jags are the Jags are no slouch at all. Obviously, T Law in there, but. Then you go on week four Jets at, in MetLife, week five Minnesota in Minnesota. That's a playoff team from last year, thirteen and four. Um, what time is that Minnesota game? Four twenty-five. They're good. They're winning. They're winning. <laughs> yeah, they're Kirk good. Cousins is not winning that game. Sorry, I, um, I just had to check the time on that because Kirk Cousins' prime time is one o'clock. 
But yeah, and then obviously Chargers twice a year, and then later and later on Miami, like they play Miami, then Eagles they play again, and pa- and Packers. I mean, we'll see with it. Bills. I mean, Bengals. Like tar- like that's that's tough teams. Like, with what we saw tonight, I don't know. every team yeah, is like, watching. I don't know. Especially everyone's watching. Especially everyone the division rivals, man. Especially the Chargers. That team is built to beat the Chiefs, and, and they have not done it yet. Who else is watching that? Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, them, them two. They're you know they're Ooh, watching. Like, I like that. I like that thought process you have there because the Bills need to. This is their window. This is their last window to get in there. And the Eagles are trying to go back and and finally get that it, yeah. with Jalen Hurts. But I, it's more important here. I think the biggest question mark on this game is obviously you know tomorrow the Lions went in. It's going to be all over the national media. Yeah. They won't talk about the grittiness of the team. They will the talk Chiefs. about the Chiefs. Oh, it wasn't it wasn't so and so's fault. In my personal opinion, this is where we get into the discussion of don't get me wrong, Patrick Mahomes was phenomenal. Yeah. But like at, at a certain point, you know, I, I I'm not trying to be that guy. But greats win no matter what. Yeah. And the Chiefs should have won this game. No, they should have. They should have won this game probably by 14 points, based on what I saw. Me and Caden were watching. I was watching in depth. They should have won this game by 14 points. And I'm being honest with you as a Lions fan. They should have. They had the chances. They had the opportunities. Yeah. We saw this adversity issue. And he's, he's come over. He's overcome adversity against the 49ers in his first Super Bowl. And he came, he came back and won that game. Against the Eagles. A 10-point deficit. Came back. Won that game. We, we, I'm not taking anything away from his clutch factor. He scored in 15 seconds against yeah, Josh Allen. 13 seconds. But uh, 13. Excuse me. <laughs> 13 it, excuse me. But this is another one of those situations where it kind of came down. I know he had no line against the Bucks, but the adversity factor of elevating your team if you were great, no matter what, if you were under all odds, like you have, like you were proved. This team is proven by now. I think that they should have won this game, and I think that a blame goes on the entire team. There no, was a, yeah, for there sure. was a couple misses yeah, no, by Patrick you Mahomes. You win together, you lose together. Because, like I said, his stat line, I think, towards the end of the third quarter, was six of fourteen in that second half with a pick six. That's not good. That's not Patrick Mahomes like, no. bro. And even Chris Collinsworth was saying something about it. And you said something that I really agree with at the beginning of the episode. He called a phenomenal game. He this did. was he really. I'm did. not gonna lie. The production cast and the, the commentators. This was a great. Opening game, I loved it, enjoyed it. I just wish that you know we got a little more. Um, I, I guess overall, there was a little bit of a choppy situation. I think at the end of the first half with some like of the reception, but that may have just been our local broadcast, NBC, like Bay News Eight Sounds from Tampa. Like that, yeah. I I don't know where it's actually coming out of, but it's like Bay News Eight or something. But Bay like there was a little issue there. Yeah, Bay News Nine, <laughs> but. Uh, I think, like I was saying, the national media tomorrow is going to be talking about the Chiefs, you know, crumbling. Yeah. There's going to be so many headlines. Chiefs are going to fail. Like, I don't think so. Dynasty over? Yeah. Like, you're going to see a lot. No. They're going to win 10, 11 games right. this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's going to be a little bit of a lackluster season due to the lack of weapons that Patrick Mahomes has, in my personal and opinion. Maybe we won't see Mahomes with 5,500 yards. But like do me a favor and pull up the Lions schedule for the next... Two weeks. I just want to, you know, uh, amuse me. You know, see see what we can start out going here. See how easy or difficult this is going to be. Next week they got the Falcons at home. Or no, no, next week they got the Seahawks at home. So that's that's a fight. That's going to be a big game because they did. We did put up like it was like a forty-one thirty-eight game last year against them. There's all. Be, oh yeah, that's right. Rashad Penny went yeah. crazy. Yeah, facts. Yeah, and then next week's the Falcons at home. They all so, two home games in a row. I like that. I like that advantage. That's, that's a likely. Like you could definitely start three and zero. 
I like that. I, I think that there's a possibility for that. And I, I think after this performance by the Lions, I think we can beat both of those teams. <laughs> then you keep going and you play the Packers at uh, in Lambeau at, on, on Sunday night or Thursday night. Still a winnable game. Like, yeah. Still, still a winnable. Like, that's not that's not, not winnable. Like, I know it's the Packers, but... They're without Aaron Rodgers, yeah, so now it is always an option. But then, then it's the Panthers at home, then it's the Bucks on the road. Like that's that's, that's six potential or one, two, three, four. yeah, six potential wins. Like I predicted it earlier OP this year. Six and zero, I can see it. I, I I think that they can go personally eleven and seven at the end of this year. I, I really do believe so. But I think overall, great game. I loved this game. It's, yeah. I'm going to remember this. Jared Goff and Patrick Mahomes, whenever they play, it's always an exciting game. Jared Goff is undefeated. Yeah, Lions fans rejoicing right now. Oh, yeah, dude. You should have seen Ford Field. They had a watch party. It was going nuts. Oh, I bet. But before we end this episode, Logan, I did want to just ask you a quick question. Because, you know, whenever I talk about Jared Goff, I just sound biased. But what were your thoughts on him tonight? He was delivering some laser. He looked elite. He looked elite tonight. No, I, I agree. He played in structure, didn't do too much. He had one play. Where he tried to like reverse field on his own like one, and I was like, Jared, come on, like that's that's not he your did, game. He did, he did, he did complete it. Yeah, he did complete it. But I was like, Jared, like he was scared me. He, I was like, Jared, that's not your game. Chill out, <laughs> chill out. Um, but no, I mean, if they can keep this run game going, if once Jameson goes back, you know, keep the weapons, you know, keep them fresh, keep them healthy. Um, sky's the limit, honestly. Like Jared has a good arm. He's smart. Like you see, it. like he is. He's a good quarterback. You can't deny that he is a good quarterback. He's better. He's Definitely top, top, definitely top twelve, but like top ten for sure. I think I think so. I think he's top ten, especially throwing the ball. I think he's, I think he can throw the ball with anyone in this league. And he, he just he just fits the Lions. Like that's why they're gonna give him extension. He he just he fits it. They're, they actually talked about there, there was little talks before the season started about a little three year extension. So as they should, one hundred percent. I think if he does this again next week, and if he if he just shows a consistent season again, and, and a playoff appearance and win. You gotta sign him back. And, and honestly, like, this is gonna be crazy talk, but like, Jared could. I, that's a, he's a low key dark horse MVP candidate, in my opinion. He just beat Patrick Mahomes in Week One. Right, like, that's and he had a good game. Yeah, yeah, he had over twenty completions, almost three hundred yeah. passing yards. He just doesn't like. He has to do his thing and not do too much and turn the ball over. And that's what he did last year. He's gonna do it again this year. Like. That, threw, that's what I like about him. He doesn't turn the ball over at all. In the last 11 games last year, he threw 15 touchdowns and zero picks. Yeah, he, he does not turn the ball over. Like, that's, what, that's what you ask of your quarterback. Just don't turn it over. And another player that just probably shouldn't start is Marvin Jones Jr. <laughs> he had a really bad he game. He was rough, yeah. Um, he probably just needs to get his chemistry right with Jared Goff, but a really rough game. And I also wanted to say, Nick Wright, you should not have a job. You do not know what you're <laughs> fucking talking about, bro. I don't know how you have a fucking multi-million dollar deal analyzing sports in general. Uh, he's always been talking crazy. Dude, he's he's a wild man yeah. with the mic, bro. Like, don't get me wrong. My Sam Howell take might be a little, you know, cuckoo <laughs> crazy. But this man's on crack, bro. Like, uh, on Fox, bro. Like, you're talking about LeBron. Bro, he, dude, he's a nut rider, bro. I, I fucking hate, bro. If you're out there, Nick Wright, bro, just know that, like, genuinely, you're kind of just a joke at this point, bro. <laughs> like, just a rough joke on cable television. But uh, everyone out there, thank you so much for tuning into this uh, Lions versus Chiefs uh, post game talk. This this episode might be, you know, a little late after you know the game, but we did record this literally right after mm-hmm. the game finished, so. You know, if it is a day or so late, we do apologize for that, but we do have a kind of a little bit of a, a lineup of episodes that we're trying to get done or already have recorded, and we're kind of scheduling and releasing those, so 
Really appreciate everyone for tuning into this episode. Again, make sure you're following us on all of our social media. Logan, thank you for tuning into this one and hopping on. Really appreciate that. Thank you, everyone out there. Peace.